You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 14 uh, minutes after 9, uh, South African time. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening here in Johannesburg. And of course, uh, to all the listeners of Marcus Sahaba and to all the listeners of the discussion, uh, welcome to the program. Welcome to the show. Uh, remember, it's the first of Sha'ban. 1443. Yes, my beloved listeners of Merkaz uh, uh, Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. I will be in Durban, inshallah, next week. I will be definitely there, inshallah. So you guys can get the CDs uh, from me. I, I, I see the little kiddies, they were just too old, too mashallah. But anyway, I told the listeners, when it's time for the discussion, put everything aside. Put everything aside. And you're going to listen attentively this evening. I'm going to take some tips as well. Because Ustad of Ustads, he's going to give us some tips our, for our spiritual, spiritually upliftment for the month of Ramadan, inshallah. How do we carry ourselves from here into the month of Ramadan? Rajab came. Rajab has left us. Rajab is gone. And the only time we're going to witness Rajab again is next year, 1444. Will you be alive? Will I be alive? Will you be alive? We don't know, my beloved listeners, of the discussion. So, inshallah, Ustad is going to be, be giving us some upliftment, inshallah, some spiritually upliftment, inshallah, and he's going to guide us this month of Shaban. How do we carry ourselves in this month of Shaban? What should we do the 15th night of Shaban? What should we do? How do we prepare ourselves into the month of Ramadan? I haven't changed. I'm still the same person. Ramadan comes. Ramadan goes. What? Where am I going wrong? Ustad, it's a beautiful evening. It's a beautiful night. Juma Karimul Mubarak to you and to Apa. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Malana ahlan wa sahlan to you and our esteemed listeners. And yes, what a beautiful month we have, inshallah witnessed and welcomed ki allahumma barik lana fi rajaba wa sha'ban wa ballighna ramadan great excitement malana great enthusiasm the ummah alhamdulillah all of them are now heading in one direction that inshallah how we can welcome the mubarak month of ramadan and you chose the right topic <laughs> you know what inspiration what preparation have you and I are making, inshallah, to make this one of the most beautiful Ramadans in your life? We had many Ramadans previously, but I'm sure we have a mindset. Okay, this Ramadan, alhamdulillah, I have set certain goals for myself. And inshallah, I want to achieve those goals. And our dua to Allah Ta'ala. Everybody says, make dua. And I want to open this discussion. Mm -hmm. What is the greatest ismi azam? Mm. You know, from the 99 names of Allah subhanahu mm. wa ta'ala, which of Allah's attributes is ismi azam? So ulama kiram have written kitabs and books, but one great alim put it in simple words. The greatest ismi azam is guna ko tark kar do, abstain from gunas, and then see what Allah will give to you. The greatest ismi azam is a 
abstain from all gunas. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah.
says, if you want to welcome the month of Shaban, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and inshallah, thereafter Ramadan, you've got to start making tawbah istighfar. And see this beautiful hadith. What an inspiration. Kullu bani Adam khattaun. Every son of Hadrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam commits guna and sins. Mm. But in the eyes of Allah, wa khayrun The best of those who make mistakes are the ones who repent. Mm. Who make tawbah. We have committed so much of sins. So much of gunas over the years. It is only Allah's puzzle Kibari Ta'ala has hidden your faults and my faults. Allah has hidden my gunas and your gunas. But how much of encouragement in this beautiful hadith Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying to the ummah that we all will make. Yes, every Nabi of Allah is masoom. No Nabi of Allah. Starting from Hadrat Adam alayhi salam to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam can ever commit a gunah. Allah has made them masoom. But insan, you and me, we all make mistakes and commit gunahs. But Allah Ta'ala is still saying, my banda, the best of sinners are those who make tawbah. قُلْ يَا إِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا أَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِنْ لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا <laughs> these are the du'as that we should make to Allah. So those are the standing and the starting point for each one of us is to make a lot of istighfar. <laughs> Start tonight, two rakat salatu tawbah, two rakat salatu shukr, thanking Allah ta'ala that the dua that you made in the beginning of Rajab. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajaba. Ulamai Kiram have written, you know, the beauty of this dua, the, dear, the, the mere fact that you are seeing and you tonight is the first of Shaban, it shows that Allah is accepting our dua. We made this dua in the beginning of Rajab. Allah brought us to the month of Shaban. Allah has accepted our dua. And inshallah, Allah will accept our du'a to welcome the month of Ramadan. So, where do we start? So, it's well said, Murana, if your sins are countless, if this entire ummah, not a single soul commits a guna, hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what's the mafum of it? That if every member of Rasulullah's ummah becomes a wali and they don't commit a single guna, Allah will remove that ummah mm. and Allah will bring an ummah who will make gunas and sins and beg Allah. As Allah Park says, Inna hu ka nabi hafiyya. 
My Allah has always been kind to me. Imagine. Then how will the attributes of Ghafoorul Rahim, Ghaffar, Sattar, Rahim, Kareem? Haq. So Allah Park, Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is making it clear that if the whole ummah of Rasulullah becomes so pious that there's a single, not a single soul that commits guna, Allah will replace this ummah and bring upon another ummah. Jee, who will make mistakes and guna and beg Allah. Tera naam sattar ghaffar hai. Allahu Akbar. Tera naam sattar ghaffar hai. Mera naam aasi gunahgar hai. Allahu Akbar. Tera naam sattar ghaffar hai. Allah, you hide our faults. It comes in the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. When insan makes sincere tawbah to Allah, the angels who jotted down and recorded that guna Allah makes it such, they forget about it. It's out of their memory. The place where you committed that guna is forgotten. So there'll be no sign whatsoever, no evidence provided you make sincere tawbah. Haq. sincere tawbah to Allah. So if your sins are countless, Mulana, Allah's mercy is endless. Allahumma maghfiratuka awta'u min zunubi. Allah, your forgiveness outnumbers my gunas. Hmm. And Allah, your mercy, your kindness, your forgiveness is more to me than my deeds. So if your sins are countless, don't let shaitan whisper this into you. Why are you making tawbah? Anyway, your life is a mess. So go to the Qabr like that. No. Don't give up hope. Allah's mercy is endless. As this is one of the du'as of istighfar. Ya Allahumma maghfiratuka awsawu min zunubi wa rahmatuka arja indi min amali. Don't give up hope. La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Whatever your status is, drunkard, gambler, zani, mm. whatever, Allah will forgive all those kabira gunas. You just have to make sincere tawbah. Yes, kufr and shirk, Allah will never forgive. Haq. No matter how many steps you take from Allah, be it a million or billions, in other words, you distance yourself from Allah. No matter how many steps you take away from Allah, be it a million or billion steps, Mulana, it only takes one step to go back to Allah. Because our Malik and our Rabb is Al-Ghaffar, the greatest forgiver. So sometimes when we find that we are struggling in life, Mulana, mm-hmm. problems, Depression, anxiety, mm. fear, mm. cough, stress.
struggling, ask yourself, who has taken the one step back? It's us. So well said, no matter how many steps you have taken away from Allah, you lost your way. That's why if you read your namaz five times, you will be making this dua to Allah. Ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. Ihdina sirat al-mustaqim. Allah guides on the straight path. <laughs> so how do we attain Jannat, Mulana? So let's give you some, some, some tips, as you said. Let's use this program tonight mm. for our listeners. Let's come back to Allah. Let's connect our heart to Allah. We've spoken enough now. Mm. Now it's time to cry to Allah. It's time now to come home. <laughs> I'm preparing now to go to my final abode, and that is my cover in the Akhirat. See? We are just drowning in wealth. If we go on back to our old habits, we're dying for this dunya, day and night. Look at the mehnat and effort we are putting. Not even 1% of that we prepare for the akhirah, but for this dunya, we are well structured. So let's get back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see, Mulana, waiting, intizar, is a very strange feeling. Mulana, when you're waiting for your results, you're waiting, inshallah, what the doctor will say, what the specialist will say, what will be the blood results, what will be the x-ray results, what will the doctor say, my wife is in labor, everyone is waiting anxiously, whether it's a boy or a girl, is the baby alive? <laughs> so, Mulana, waiting is a strange feeling. Why? It either teaches you to be patient or it teaches you how to live. It happens, Sabah, as we always say. It gives you the strange feeling. And then only, you know, Rasulullah said, Sabr is a nur from Allah. Asabru in the Sadmatil Ula. The real sawab of sabr is on the point of impact. When you just get the news, my husband passed away, or my father passed away, or there's an accident, and the person is no more. Immediately, spontaneously, at that time, what do you say? Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Allah Malak al-Maut. I have entrusted you to take out the soul of my bandhas. Did you any time feel inside you sadness? Malak al said, Bari ta'ala, yes. That you have given instruction that I should take the soul of the masoom child that just born now. It was a very difficult moment for me to take the soul out. Because every parent when they see their newborn baby, the happiness, the joy. See, when you are born, Mulana, you are screaming because shaitan comes and pinches you straight away, interferes immediately after the birth of the child. That's why immediately give azan 
wipe the baby, bath the baby, and give azan in the right ear and iqamat in the left ear so that you can protect the child. And do the apika of the child on the seventh day. Allah Ta'ala will make it easy. Whatever sickness, whatever difficulties the child goes through, Mulana, many of us haven't made apika of our children. Okay, maybe you couldn't afford it that time. If now Allah has given you wealth, do it. It's not for us. Mustahab, do it. But alhamdulillah, if Allah blesses you with the son, mm. it's too cheap. And if it's a girl child, one. If you can't afford two, it's one two. Pukaha, I've said, is jais. Alhamdulillah. It takes away all the difficulties for the child. Bimari, taklif, shaitani, asarat. Just by making the akika of the child. So now let's go back to Allah. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever recites, Qul huwa Allahu ahad, Allahu swamad, lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakullahu kufuan ahad. Ten times. Allah will build for him a house in Jannah. You're all looking for homes, Mulana. Once you get married, one of the priorities Fukaha have written is that try and find your own house. Try and build your own house. After making wudu, we make a dua. Allahumma firli zambi. Wa wasi'li fi rizki wa barikli. Allah forgive me. Allah grant me rizq and barakah. Allah grant me prosperity. So when you get married, Marana, we all, as husband and wife, as mm. a team, we should try to own our own house. Even if it's a small dwelling, Marana, a small holding, but it's yours. Whether it's a two-bedroom house or a one-bedroom house, but you have the title deed on your name. Marana, it gives you, it gives you that position of security. So whoever recites Qul Allahu Ahad ten times, Allah will build for him a house in Jannah. So I was saying earlier on, when Malak al was told mm. to take the soul out of that baby, the Malak al said, Hazrat Israel alayhi salam said, Allah, it was a very difficult moment. But Allah Pak said, what did the parents of that child say? So Hazrat Israel alayhi salam says, Bari ta'ala, they read, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi Yes, they were tears, they were emotions, hmm. but Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi They expressed perseverance and hmm. sabr and accepted it as Allah's decision. And they read this dua. So Allah Pak says to the angels, Go and build a palace for these parents. Hmm. Allahu Akbar. And name that palace. Baytul Hamd, Allahu Akbar. Mm. And these masum children who die before Bulu, Allah will on the day of Qiyamah tell to them, you all can walk freely, free and free for you all into Jannah. Go. They will stand at the gates of Jannah and say, Bari Ta'ala, we are not going. Allah Pak says, no, you can go. See, the barakat of having children. Waladun. You leave behind pious children who make dua'i maqfirat for you. 
They will say to Bari Ta'ala, we are not going into Jannah without our parents. Allah Pak will say, when you go and fetch your parents and take them into Jannah. They will hold the daman, the dress of their mother, or whatever libas allows, give all of us a beautiful outfit to wear in Jannah. See? Pure silk. Yes, in the dunya, silk for men is haram. But we still see people wearing silk shirts, silk socks, haram for men. Gold rings, haram. Gold chains for men, haram. Yes, for women, Allah has made it jayis. Yes, but on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will make all that permissible. Okay. So the children will say, Bari Ta'ala, I'm not going to go into Jannah until my parents come with me. <laughs> Allah will honor the parents and say, Take your ch- take the children will take their parents into Jannah. Okay. Do you know Fukaha Olama have written that on a Friday our amals are presented to our parents. Okay, what you did for the whole week. On Mondays, our amals are presented to Allah. That's why Rasulullah said, I love to keep Rosa on a Monday. And in the kitab, it's written that on a Friday, our amals, our deeds for the week is presented to our parents. Some of us will have to bow our head in shame for the things that we do during the course of the week. And imagine our file is presented to our parents' care, what my son or daughter has been doing. How embarrassing it is. So Allah Ta'ala, give us tawfiq, Mulana. So whoever recites, Surah Ikhlas, Qul Hu Allahu Ahad, ten times. Allah Ta'ala will build for him a house in Jannah. And remember, Mulana, for all the sicknesses and pain that we suffer in this world, Iza arad Allahu Ta'ala bi'abdin khayra. And Allah desires good for his banda. And sometimes, Mulana, our amals and deeds are not of that standard that Allah desires from us. Mm. So Allah Ta'ala puts you into a little bit of a test. I will definitely, definitely test you just a wee bit with fear. Mm. Poverty, Haq. loss of life, loss of property. But my banda, you make sabr. Give glad tidings to those who are tested. And when they are tested, what do they say? To Allah do we belong, and to Him is our return. So I'm coming back to the point, Mulana, many of us are sick. There's so many people lying in the hospital, some of them last stages of cancer. See, doctors have given up hope. They are now going to meet Allah Rabbul Alameen. They're going to meet their Rabb. Okay? So when a person is sick, unko khush rako. Okay? Take nasihat from Ask the sick person to make dua for you. Because they are also mustajabu dawa. As much as you shall make dua for them, 
Whoever goes and visits a sick person in the morning for the pleasure of Allah, 70,000 angels make dua in Maghfirat Fri till the evening. And when you go in the evening to visit a sick person, 70,000 angels make dua in Maghfirat for you till the next morning. See? for my case, the person who is about to pass away, unko khana kilado, whatever they want, they are ma- their hearts are desiring to eat. They don't give it to them. Because their risk is written. Allah will not take you from this world until the last morsel of food that was written for you, you have taken it. The last breath that was written for you, unless you don't take that breath, Allah Ta'ala will not take you from this dunya. So there's no medicine was able to heal my pain. So don't get frightened when you see somebody suffering. Actually, Allah is cleansing them. Allah is forgiving them. Every pain, every cry, every movement of inconvenience, Allah is forgiving them. Allah is forgiving one guna. Allah is raising their status. Allah is cleansing them. So no medicine is able to heal any pain. But conversation with Allah Rabbul Alameen. In those difficult moments when you're lying on that hospital bed or you are at home, it's the last stages of your life. Talk to Barita. Cry to him. Admit your gunas. Beg him for forgiveness. Make your mouth easy. Allahumma inni ala sakaratil maut. Allahumma barik lana fil maut wa fi ma ba'd al maut. Allahu Akbar. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is in Sakarat. Extreme fever. There's a bowl of water next to Rasulullah's bedside. Every now and again, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is dipping his hand in that water and applying it to his face because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had extreme fever. And whilst doing that, dipping his hands in that bowl of water and rubbing the water on his face, Allahumma bir rafiqil ala. Reading this dua. Oh Allah, I want to be with you. Oh Allah, I want to be with you. So, Murana, whatever your taklif is, whatever your joy is, your happiness, thank Allah. In happiness, thank Allah ta'ala. And in difficulties, also thank Him. And the thanks is shukr and sabr. Just to give you an idea, Marana, before I'll take a two few questions from you. You know, a woman asked her mother, uh-huh. how will I find the right man? Says, it's a very good question, Marana. Uh-huh. A woman asked her mother, Ma, how will I find the right man? Her mother replied, forget finding the right man. Focus on being the right woman. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Focus on being the right woman. Because the Quran says, Al-Khabisatu lil-Khabisina wal-Khabisuna lil-Khabisat Wa-Tayyibatu lil-Tayyibina wa-Tayyibuna lil-Tayyibat Good women for good men. 
and good men or good women. Subhanallah. Hmm. What a beautiful answer the mother gave. Forget finding the right man. Focus on being the right woman. The greatest asset in the world is when Allah gives you a pious wife. So I just thought maybe as an introduction, it's a long introduction. Mm. I'm not sure if you have some questions because I think we have about eight minutes or nine minutes left. Gee, we've got about 12 minutes left to start, Gee. Well, do you have any questions or can Morana continue? You, you may continue. There is uh, uh, some revered sisters as well. Uh, that they, are li- they, they are listening to you and they say that this is going to be our very first time going into the month of Ramadan, being revered Ustad. I think it's about two or three sisters Ustad. Morana, first and foremost, Allah, Allahumma, O oh Allah, keep them steadfast on thee. Allah accept their deed. Allah forgives their shortcomings. Mm. Oh Allah, grant them its tikamat. Allahumma sabbithum ala deenil Islam. Ameen. Allah keep them steadfast. And it's good. Alhamdulillah, that's the beauty that in Islam you ask questions. And insha'Allah, no question is a stupid question. Every question Alhamdulillah, has some wisdom and some hikmat in it. So it's definitely their first Ramadan, their first experience, and inshallah, whoever converted them, whether they are private people, whether they are organizations, inshallah, we must sit them down. Inshallah, invite them to Sihri, invite them to Iftar, invite them to programs in the month of Ramadan, familiarize them. The virtues of Ramadan, the importance of fasting, insha'Allah, giving charity, etikaf, drood, zikr, insha'Allah. So we need also to share this wealth of information that we have about Ramadan with our sisters who have converted. Mm. So Allah accept their deen, their fast. you may continue, Ustad. You've got about uh, exactly uh, 11 minutes, Ustad. I want to share you two hadiths. Uh-huh. We have learned great lessons in our life. One of the greatest things besides getting the reward of fasting, tarawih, zikr, zakat, lilla, charity, one of the greatest things that we must achieve through fasting is to build our akhlaq. We must change spiritually. We should become better Muslims. Akhlaq-wise. So, I like this example, Mulana. A teacher drew a straight line on the blackboard. Mm-hmm. And then he said to his students, I want you all to shorten this line. He drew a straight line on the blackboard with a white chalk. And he said to his students, I want you all to shorten this line without touching it. The students look stunned Mm. and say, but this is not possible. How can we shorten this line without touching it? Not possible. He looked at the bewilderness of his students. And then he took the chalk and he drew a longer line above it. And then he said to them, which line? 
is shot now without touching it. It's the bottom line, Mulana. He didn't touch it. So what he did, he drew a longer line above the short line. <laughs> and he said to them, you see, without your akhlaq and manners and actions, with all this hatred and animosity, you can save all this, avoid all this. You can move forward and you will be moving forward and you will not be hurting anybody. Mm. So, it's great wisdom in what it said here. So, Mulana, inshallah, without animosity, without hurting people, without criticizing people, move forward with your akhlaq. And that's one of the important things that you and I will have to build and learn to build mm. and inshallah implement the sunnahs of Rasulullah. Gee, we educate our children, we inculcate in our children the beauty of akhlaq. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I want to say this beautiful hadith and it's a message for us mm. and for mankind for the day of Qiyamah. Hadrat mm. Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala narrates, that one day Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam placed his hand on my body and said to me, mm. live in this world like a stranger, kun fi dunya ka'annaka gharib or abiru sabili. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wanted to emphasize something like how for Hadrat Mu'adh ibn Jabal, Rasulullah was sitting with him and Rasulullah held his hand and said, Ya Mu'adh, I love you for the sake of Allah. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, I equally love you for the sake of Allah. And then Rasulullah said, Muaz, whatever happens, don't forget to read this dua after every namaz. Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. And on this occasion, Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam placed his hands on the shoulder and body of Hadrat Abdullah ibn Umar and said to him, Live in this world like a stranger or a traveler. And consider yourself from amongst the people of the grave. Consider yourself as tomorrow I'm going to sleep in my grave. Tomorrow I have to meet my Allah. Have I made preparations for my cover? And then Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam further said to him, when you wake up in the morning, don't wait for the evening. And in the evening, don't wait for the morning. In other words, you should be ever ready for more. And before you take ill, look after your health. And before you die, send something forward for your life and for your akhirah. And Rasulullah said, Oh, Abdullah, you don't know tomorrow whether you'll be alive or you'll be a deceased person. What beautiful advice. That when you wake up in the morning, don't wait for the evening. We have planned in six months in advance. One year we have done planning, strategic planning as we call it. Very big, big words we use, Marana. Saman so baraski pal ki khabar nahi. We have gathered and accumulated so much of wealth that we have to hire warehouses to keep the stuff. Lekin pal ki khabar nahi. In a split second, Allah will take your life away. 
So when you wake up in the morning, don't wait for the evening. And in Allah, if you reach the evening, in the evening, don't wait for the morning. Mm. And before you could take ill and become sick and become handicapped, you can't make ibadat. You can't stand and read namaz. You can't read Quran. Before you take ill, look after your health. And before you die, take some things from your life. Make your ibadat. You know, while you are healthy and young and Allah has given you wealth, you send this investment to the Akhirah. Keep posting it there in the Akhirah. And, oh, Abdullah, you don't know whether tomorrow you'll be alive or deceased. How could that? And remember, all of us are friends of Allah. Allahu aliyyul ladina amanu. Number two, every Muslim has the nur of iman. We have to work on the heart in the month of Ramadan. All this black dots and guna and sins that has rusted this heart, mm. has concealed this heart, has clogged this heart. We have to go for a bypass to clear the, the flow of blood. So likewise, this heart is clogged with filth, hatred, jealousy, mm. animosity, pride. It's all blocked. It's clogged. And how do we... Clean it by making tawbah and istighfar. So for every Muslim has nur of iman. It's because of our sins, darkness covers and conceals. Beautiful example is given. If you take black shoe polish mm. and you apply it to your face, it will make you black. But inshallah, if you wash it and clean it and remove it with soap, and water, it will shine. So if you want this heart to shine, then you'll have to make lots of tawbah, lot of istighfar, and lots of zikr. Mm. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. You know, and lastly, you know, a dua. My love for you, this dua for couples now, we end this year, we always do. Because somebody asked, you know, Mulana, I want to love my wife unconditionally. There's so much of difficulties in our relationship. What must we do? The beautiful dua to read. Husband and wife, both of them, when they're making dua to Allah, they should end their dua with this dua. Even if there's no problems, you want Allah to increase the love. Allah to cement the love for each other. Allahumma alif bayna kulubina. Wa aslih zata baynina. Allah make our matters easy. Haq. Wahdina salam. Allah grant us on the path of peace. Wa najjina minas dhulumati ilan nur. Allah remove us from darkness and enter us in nur. So the dua. My love for you is dua. When you secretly make dua for somebody without their knowledge, that dua is very sincere and accepted by Allah. The dua that you make in the absent, if you call me now and say, please make dua for me. So I'll rattle out one dua for you. Mm-hmm. You ask me. But you never ask me, and I'm thinking of you now, tomorrow, and I make a silent dua. That dua is very sincere. 
and is accepted by Allah. So my dua for you is a dua only Allah knows about it. So sometimes we must make such dua for the people that we love in our lives. Mm. And in silence, I fight for your love in my dua. When everybody's fast asleep, I'm up at the hundred time and I'm crying to Allah. That Allah unite me and my wife and my children. In the silence of the night, I fight for your love in my dua. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. And a dua to Allah. Ya Allah, take care of the ones I love. Oh Allah, take care of the ones I love. And to end, this is the quotation, love Allah the most, Mulana. The only relationship where you will never have a heart broken is your relationship with Allah. Mm. You have relationship with insan, he'll break your heart. Huck. You break her heart, she'll break your heart. The only relationship where you will never have your heart broken is your relationship with Allah. So Allahumma taqabbal minna innaka anta samiul alim wa tub alayna ya maulana innaka anta tawabur rahim subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Allahu Akbar. Fi amanillah, Ustaz. Fi Many, many listeners on the podcast. I will be waiting for the podcast, and inshallah, I will be sending it out to my beloved listeners. And of course, our beloved Ustaz Hazrat Malana Salim Karim. Ustaz, tomorrow morning, inshallah, we will be seeing you between 10 to half past 10. Uh, we will be performing Salatul Jumu'ah. Ustaz. I'll be driving to Durban, Malana. Inshallah, we'll stop on the road. I'll try and do it on the road, inshallah. inshallah. I got Juma program at West Street Masjid in Durban. Amin, inshallah. Amin. Amin, inshallah. Allah make it easy for us, but Amin. inshallah, we'll do the nikah program. Amin, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairun, Ustaz. Fi amanillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, well, well said, beautifully words, beautifully advised from our beloved Ustad Hazrat Malana Salim Karim. You will get the podcast. I see already eight, nine messages asking podcast, podcast, podcast. So we will be, inshallah, sending you the podcast. You just send the word podcast. Then inshallah, I will try my best as well from my personal WhatsApp, inshallah, to send you the podcast, inshallah. Let me love you and live in this beautiful Mubarak night, the night of Yomul Jumu'ah. Have a beautiful sleep, have a beautiful evening. Uh, don't forget to send durood and salutations to our beloved noble Master Nabi Karim Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And of course, see you tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and brother, I call in all of you out there on this beautiful night of Sha'ban, on the night of Yomul Jumu'ah, remember, tomorrow morning, Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sajami'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.